0: And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always an honor. Today is Friday, July the 10th, 2020, in the year of our Lord. Today, on July 10, 1940, World War II, Germany began bombing England, the southern part of England. Today, in 1890, Wyoming became the 44th state. Today, in 1908, William Jennings Bryan was nominated by uh, for president, by the Democratic National Convention in Denver. Today, in 1925, the trial opened in Dayton, Tennessee, the trial of John T. Scopes. He was charged with violating the law by teaching Darwin's theory of evolution. Scopes was convicted and fined, but the verdict was overturned on a technicality. William Jennings Bryan represented the prosecution. Today, in 1951, armistice talks aimed at ending the Korean War began in Kaesong. Today, in 1973, John Paul Getty III, a teenager, a grandson of the oil tycoon Getty, John Getty, the family. He was abducted in Rome by kidnappers. They contacted his family, the Getty family. They knew who they were, of course, and they contacted him and demanded money, a ransom. They said, we have your grandson and we got to keep him until you give us money, millions of dollars. The family said, well, you know, we'll get back to you and whatever. So the kidnappers cut off the ear of the kid and sent it express mail to the family. Well, the family obviously got on it by December of that year. They had handed over three million, almost three million dollars, 2.9 something, and they released the kid. They weren't kidding. Today in 1985, Coca Cola announced they were going back to the old, the original formula. They called it Old Formula Coke. I don't know if you remember that or not, but I do. I drink coca-cola once in a while not a lot of it i mean i know it's not good for you and all that but i kind of like one once in a while and pepsicola as well but um they came out with this new deal they probably had a whole bunch of kids a herd of kids out of college that had all these ideas and they said oh this this is old this coca-cola formula we're going to change it we're going to come out with the new one and a new marketing and i've heard i've sat in rooms with these discussions believe me it's bizarre. But anyway, every generation thinks they've discovered light and dark and running water and whatever. So they go through this thing, and they come out with this big campaign back in, in 1984, I think it was. With this new campaign, we, we, we much improved a new formula for Coca-Cola. Well, today, 1985, the fathers of the company, whomever they were, and mothers— They said, you know, we're not going to stay with this new formula. We're going back to the old formula. As I looked at that this morning in preparation for this program, I had to think sometimes the old ways are better than the new ways, aren't they? In fact, it was God himself speaking through the prophet Jeremiah who told the people to find the old paths. Forget about these new paths. Is new age stuff. Well, Coca-Cola learned that in their business, and they announced it. We were wrong today in 1985. Today in 2002, the House approved 310 to 113, a measure to allow airline pilots to carry guns in the cockpit to depend, defend their planes against terrorists. George W. Bush was then president. He later signed the measure into law. This, of course, followed 9-11 and the hijacking of the planes and all that happened on that never-to-be-forgotten day. Today, in 2004, President George W. Bush said in his weekly radio address that legalizing gay marriage would redefine the most fundamental institution of civilization and that a constitutional amendment was needed to protect traditional marriage. I want to believe that he believed that. I think he did. But his family has sure worked tirelessly for the causes of abortion and, yes, so-called gay marriage. Today, in 2018, Daring Rescue Mission in Thailand was completed. Remember that soccer team of kids? I forget how old they were. They weren't very old. They'd been playing soccer somewhere. They were traveling home. And the coach and the kids, there were, I think, 12 of them, yeah, 12 of them, and all boys, and they went on this little adventure, and they they hiked back into this cave. Remember that? They got way back in there, and I they went like half a mile or something. I would never go into a ca- a cave. I don't like caves anyway, but I would never go into one like by the ocean. But anyway, it filled up with water. Obviously, the tides came in or something. They were all trapped in there, but they happened to be in a pocket of air between, with water on either side, and enough air for them to survive. and You remember the story. It was played out on the media. I mean, every parent's heart was torn as we watched all that. But they got them all out. Well, today, in 2018, the last four were rescued. Divers went in there and swam down that cave through the water and got to – I mean, it was amazing what happened. And the coach, rightfully so, stayed till the last kid was out of there. And uh, that all came to a conclusion today in 2018 you have to stay up pretty late tonight but if, if you want to see it but you can see it all over I mean pretty much across North America there's a, a comet it was newly discovered comet it uh, they've named it I think it's neowise I mean that's the way it's spelled I I, I don't follow comets a lot but uh, I think that's the way you pronounce it but anyway this comet is going to be visible. In the northeastern skies in the northwest here, uh, at 3.15 tomorrow morning, tonight, between 3.15 and 4.15, weather service says that Seattle is going to be clear. So obviously the rest of the world will be uh, will be clear if Seattle's clear. I mean, it must be clear everywhere. But th- they say you'll be able to see it there, but you'll also be able to see it. In fact, this, people said they saw it last night in New York City. It's pretty visible actually. If you um if you look northeast, for those of you who w- can't sleep at night, you want something to do, look northeast at about ten five to ten degrees above the horizon, just up above a little bit above the horizon, and um you'll be able to see this thing travel across the sky. I'm sure there'll be a lot of stoned people in Seattle, and they'll probably think it's Santa Claus and they'll think it's Christmas. But anyway, you can watch for that as it crosses the sky tonight if you are unable to sleep. These are trying times. I heard somebody say yesterday they were talking about a news story, and they paused, and they said, you know, these are the most trying times I've experienced in my life, and it was not a teenager speaking. I would agree with that. I think many of you would. Everything that can be shaken is being shaken. I thought of a verse in First Samuel, one that we don't hear quoted often, but I'd like to share it with you today. He will keep the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. The word of the Lord says that it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. We live not only in a politically chaotic time today, but we live in a time of spiritual warfare. This is really not ultimately about Black Lives Matter. It's not about Democrats or Republicans. It's not about the color of your skin. It's not about where you came from. It's not about even what you're doing now, how smart you are or how unsmart you are. This is a spiritual warfare that's taking place to bring down the greatest nation in the history of the world. That's what's going on right now. And for people who will say, you hear them saying, well, I just can't understand. I mean, what's going on in our world? That's what's going on in our world. Simply stated. The very foundations that have been blessed by God by people who recognize, not because they were without fault, of course they were with fault. All of us are with fault because all of us have sinned. And our founders certainly were not without sin and they made mistakes, they did stuff, they were imperfect. But they came together to form a, a Union, a United States of America, and they did so because they recognized that there were there was only one real source of truth, and it wasn't European Enlightenment, it wasn't Roman writings, as terrific as they may be. They know they knew there was one source of truth, and that was the Almighty Word of God. And even those, Jefferson, Franklin, those guys that weren't all that religious. They recognized the power of the word of the Lord. And they recognized the importance of God's laws and nature's laws, nature that God created. They recognized that that was the only true path forward if they wanted to build a successful nation. Nations throughout human history have been formed either by old boundary lines or bloodlines a nation had never been birthed like America on an idea on beliefs and in this case on biblical judeo-christian beliefs. So here we are today and there's that movement among us Black lives matter is not the, not the least of them. did you know that they raised 40 million dollars in the last month? 40 million dollars. And they haven't even accounted for it. Nobody knows where it went. It went to, I guess, make black lives matter more, but none of the black lives know what happened to it. $40 million. If you haven't read their website, I've talked about it several times on this program. If you haven't read that yet, please do just go to black lives matter and look at their at their purpose and their statement it's not about black lives it's about homosexuality it's about transgenderism that's a thread that runs through everything they write it's about socialism it's about racism it's about everything but what they present themselves and i understand that there's always been a deceitful movement among you know the human race What I don't understand is that people that I thought were half-smart are falling for it. They're out there marching in the streets, and they're getting down on their knees to show people that they're virtuous. These are unbelievable times. People have lost their mind. And if we're not careful, we're going to lose our soul. Those are the days in which we live. This week, Representative Ilhan Omar, she's a Democrat from Minnesota, She is calling for, and there are people just rushing to her and clapping their hands, and, oh, yes, by all means, we must do this. She's calling for the dismantling of the whole system of oppression. Well, that's, in her mind, the United States of America. That includes, she says, these are her words out of her mouth. It includes the police departments, but it also includes our economic and our political institutions and wherever we find Oppression. So wherever they decide, there's oppression. Whatever's oppressive to them, well, she's a Muslim. I'm sure the Bible's oppressive to her. It would have to be. So wherever they find oppression, they're going to dismantle. You say, well, that's just one woman. No, it's not just one woman. It's not. Representative Rashid Talib. she's Democrat from... Michigan also a Muslim. Apparently, so does Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. They're on board. Hey, yeah, we've got to strip the, all this oppression out of our out of our our institutions. And I can guarantee you, whoever Joe Biden picks to be his vice president running mate will be so far left, most of us won't be able to see her over the horizon. That's how far left she'll be. They're steady, setting the stage for what President Lincoln warned America. But he was a very young man before he became famous. These Muslims, U.S. Representative Ilan Omar, Rashid, Talib, they're endorsing these kind of calls. They're calling on all far-left radicals to heed the call. Omar says, and I'm quoting her, We must recognize that these systems of oppression are linked. As long as our economy and political systems prioritize profit without considering who is profiting, who is being shut out, we will perpetuate the inequity. So we cannot stop at the criminal justice system. That's a quote. So they now want capitalism to go away. They want to put socialism in place so that everybody gets the same five cents. It doesn't matter about effort and all of that. Forget about Jesus at his parable of the talents, where where Jesus teaches the principle of capitalism. She continued, she said, we must begin the work of dismantling the whole system of oppression wherever we find it. Rashida is also endorsing her call. She tweeted, my sister said it best. We must begin with the dismantling the whole system of oppression wherever we find it. Pass it on. Omar told CNN's Jake Tapper a couple of days ago, he said, you really, you you can't really reform a department that is rotten to the root. In other words, all of the departments or the institutions are rotten and you can't reform those. So you got to strip them away. You got to get rid of them, dismantle them. This, of course, is an echo of Barack Obama's years in power. And believe me, he's still in power. He's pulling pulling the strings behind behind the stage. Joe Biden can't think properly to string two or three and I don't mean this critically of him I feel sorry for him on a personal level. I do but boy, he's continuing to lead in all the polls across America. He stays in his basement and as long as the people don't seem try to talk or try to be cognitive about anything really, or if so that's edited, by his friends, his allies, the media. They are pulling a hoax on America. This man is not able to... I I mean, I'm not saying this politically. I'm just saying he's not able to lead. He's not able to serve as president. He really isn't. I've watched it closely, and, and the more I see I'm I'm stunned. And they're pulling it off so far. He's just staying in hiding under the cover of the Wuhan virus, covid it's a matter, it's, it, it, it's a dream of many elected and non-elected secular progressive warriors, from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to George Soros, to see such a time as this in America, when the institutions can actually be brought down. Joe Biden, the candidate, they will confirm him unless, I mean, unless he can't actually accept it, self-identified socialist. Wanna be President Bernie Sanders? They agree. They came out with a unity platform this week. They've got all these people working on it. And the first draft came out this week, yesterday, in fact. And it's the first draft, but they're going to refine it and move it further to the left. But we found out what the unity platform is. It's frightening, but not surprising. The effort to link the radical far left with those Democrats who are not quite there that far left yet. And we're beginning to see what it's going to look like. Issues like Medicare for all, defunding the police, the Green New Deal, abolishing immigration, customs enforcement, ICE. They were not specifically mentioned, very purposely so, but the what they do and their existence was challenged and undercut in every case while not mentioning those institutions by name. What they came out with, however, was a list of six key areas, And it's important that we just generally know this. I mean, don't spend the day studying it, but we should know this. Here's what they're going to do from a socialist, far-left point of view. They're going to address climate change. You can only imagine where that's going to go. Ocasio-Cortez and John Kerry head up that climate change committee. I mean, man, oh, man... Number 2 is criminal justice reform, that means defund the police. They don't say those words. They very carefully avoid saying that, but that's but they say it to the press all the time. But in this document they don't they don't actually say those words. They're going to address the economy that would have to do with we got to see who's profiting and be sure that somebody isn't profiting over here more than somebody over there who's lazy and they sleep all day, you know, is profiting and so on. That's socialism. Education, they're going to address, and they're going to go really far to the left in that. I read some of what they're looking at. They're going to address health care, which means Medicare for all, basically, and put on a socialized government one-payer system. That's where they want to go. And immigration, which basically is funded by George Soros and two or three others like him, billionaires who don't even want borders in America, They want us to have open borders, and I'm not overstating that. Fox News published an overview yesterday of everything and a lot of what we could learn from this, and I wrote an article on it today. It's at faithandfreedom.us. You can go there, you can look at this, and you'll see a link to Fox News. You can read that. That's about the most exhaustive and most informative uh, look at this first draft of where they're really going or want to go with this country if they're elected. But the movement on all six issues, is toward the far left, not the center. But they're going to craft this, and they are already beginning to do so. Fox didn't say this, but it's implied. But I can see it myself, and if I can see it, everybody can, I'm sure. But all six of these issues are going to move toward the far left, not the center. They're going to craft it to appear to be more centrist. And you're going to be hearing these words centrist and moderate over and over and over again out of the mouth of Joe Biden, if he can say it, I mean, honestly, but you're going to be hearing his surrogates say this again and again. Bernie's going to be saying it. They're going to tell the public that this is a centrist approach. This is a moderate approach. It's not divisive and destructive like Donald Trump and the Republicans and on and on and on. In education, the document already calls for, and it will move left in the coming revisions, an expansion of free meals, tripling Title I funding to eliminate funding differences between white minority school districts, ghetto schools, it's also plans for profit private charter schools to be scrapped. None. And it strongly opposes private school vouchers and it reinstates Barack Obama's Title IX protections for transgender students. So it's it's going right back to the Obama years, they're picking it up, and I, I'm telling you, he's behind the scenes pulling the strings. It's like a marionette performance. None of these guys really represent themselves although I think they believe it, but Obama's pulling the strings and he'll pull the strings right up until the moment that the Democrats say, yes, Joe Biden's our guy. And they will say that as long as they think he can walk out there and give a five-minute speech and then go back to his basement till he can get elected. Honestly, that's where we are. It makes it is their draft... Calls for making community colleges tuition-free, cancel student loans up to $50,000 for those who go into public service, teaching, or if they're a disabled student. Anybody that makes under $125,000 a year will be forgiven their debt from two- and four-year colleges (laughs) with a phase-out. Climate Change Task Force, headed by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and former Secretary of State John Kerry, they're committed to a faster timetable, they said yesterday in this, in this document, to a faster timetable to achieve net zero carbon emissions than Biden had early, earlier called for. Well, you can fill in all the blanks there. I mean, that'll destroy the nation. We'll become, we'll become a parking lot for the rest of the world. It will absolutely destroy this nation, the, the, the economy for sure, if we go to a zero-carbon emission. That is crazy. It is a spiritual matter. This is all about bringing down a nation they hate. And I don't care how many times they say they love America and that's why they're trying to fix it. They don't. They don't. This is not a unity group. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who would be Speaker of the House if the Republicans had the advantage there, had the majority, they don't. But Kevin McCarthy is a really good guy and a conservative in my view. He came out and he said yesterday, this is not a unity group. This is surrendering to socialists. That's exactly what it is. This 2020 election, this presidential election, will be the most consequential since the election of Abraham Lincoln. Make no mistake about it. The end, the end for the far left is so noble in their minds that any means, whatever, stealing ballots, loading ballots in, getting people on the streets to fill out and vote for Biden or whomever, whatever it takes, they see their end games as so noble that any means is justified to defeat Donald Trump and conservatives and the 70 to 80 million evangelicals who voted for him and hopefully and likely will again. Defeat Trump and Trumpism is the new slogan for the Republican group that's been formed, Republican group that's been formed, so-called moderates, to defeat Donald Trump. It's called the Lincoln Project. Pastor Robert Jeffress said yesterday, He said they cannot get over their bitterness that Donald Trump, he pastors First Baptist Church in in Dallas, Texas, one of the largest churches in the nation. He said they cannot get over their bitterness that Donald Trump was voted into office and absolutely overturned the Republican establishment. He's so right. That's what this is about. But it is, whether they realize it or not, this is a spiritual issue. They're being used to bring about evil. I'm not saying they're evil. Some of them are, but not all, but they're being used. On January 27th, 1838, in a speech at the Lyceum in Springfield, Illinois, a young, a very young Abraham Lincoln gave a speech. I would like to read all of it to you. I won't, but you should read that sometime. You can look it up. You can Google it. You can find it. But he's talking about all the institutions of America and how they can come under attack and are coming under attack. He said, if all the armies of Europe, Asia, and Africa combined with all the treasure of the earth, our own, accepted from that, he said, don't, don't count our own wealth, but all the rest of them, in their military chest with a Bonaparte for a commander, they could not force. They could not take a drink from the Ohio or make a track on the Blue Ridge in a trial of a thousand years. In other words, people from the outside, the enemy from without, will never conquer us. But he said, at what point then is do we approach the danger to be expected? He said, it cannot come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. And that's where America is today. Hey, thank you for your support. Our address is box 399. 399- Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Thanks for standing with us. We'll keep speaking the truth so often. You send a note with your contribution. You say, keep speaking the truth. We will, as long as you'll support us. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday.